Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share valuable insights about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law. Solara will help you to build a foundation for bigger and bolder results by tapping into what is divinely yours to begin with. It's time to create the life that you want, and with Solara's help, you will. A very, very warm welcome to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Star, connecting with you all the way from the very beautiful and very wet and windy United Kingdom. Well, specifically Winchester, which is an absolutely beautiful city. It is so wonderful that you chose to tune in today. I have to say, I absolutely love my time with you. I love sharing all the tips and tools and wisdom that I've accumulated since discovering the Law of Attraction back in 2006. I have had some absolutely phenomenal manifestations, some other manifestations that I wish I could have undone forthwith, and um, others which, you know, are just kind of like generally really nice things that happened, um, but nothing mind-blowing. So I feel like it's been a real journey of highs and lows and some things in between, but the whole way along I've learned something really spectacular and extraordinary, which means I can share as much wisdom with you as possible to save you time on your journey as well. So today we're going to be looking at a little bit about how the law of attraction actually works. And what I'm going to do is recommend straight off the bat a fantastic book called The Field by a lady called Lynn McTaggart. It is absolutely mind-blowingly good and very, very accurate, but also explains in very scientific terms how the law of attraction actually works. And it's a very inspirational book. I had to listen to it a couple of times to really get my head around it because the information in there is quite dense, but well worth taking the time to do that. So we'll open up by sharing a little bit about quantum physics and how quantum physics tells us that the neuropathways in our brain are completely changeable. As opposed to Newtonian science, which suggested that our brains were not malleable at all. All I can say is hallelujah, because if I was born with the same, if I had the same brain now that I was born with, I don't think I would have come quite as far. Knowing that I have the ability to be able to create new neuropathways in my brain and support my dreams is music to my ears, because there's absolutely no way I would have wanted to have been stuck with that old brain, because it was just so limiting. So this is great news for us because it means that we can create a program in our brain that absolutely supports our dreams. And it's very, very important that we know this, that we understand just how powerful we are as creators. And remembering the information that we've shared over past shows about just how powerful our thoughts are in the creation process, it's important to know that every single thought is a manifestation of energy. And every single thought has its own vibrational frequency. So when we think, we send out electrical currents and vibrations which aren't evident to our five senses. It's a bit like if I was to phone you from my mobile phone, I wouldn't be able to see the connection, but it doesn't mean to say it's not there. Of course it's there because I can hear you talking and sometimes from the other side of the world. 
So it's important to understand that a lot of these things connected with the law of attraction aren't evidence to our five senses, but just like the example with the mobile phone, it doesn't mean to say that it is not there. And thoughts change the balance of energy in and around us and therefore bring changes to what we see and ultimately what we experience in our world. So take a moment to think about what does you get what you put your energy and focus on mean to you? You get what you put your focus and your energy on. What does that mean to you? And that's a very, very interesting question because the way I see it is where attention goes, energy flows. The more we focus on something, the more we're going to see it. And I remember in the old days when I had a flatmate who was particularly untidy and, and being a Virgo and being quite tidy myself, it used to really trigger me. And I got quite caught up in thinking about how they left their socks out, how they never washed their dishes, and, and it used to really wind me up, but to the point where... I think I ended up creating quite a lot of what I was experiencing because where tension goes, energy flows. And the more I focused on that, the more I saw it. And the more I saw it, the more annoyed with it I got. So I think in some respects, it became a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy as well. So we have to be mindful of the power that we put into something. It's a bit like if you're going to go and buy a new car, you start to notice that particular car and probably in that same color you start to notice it everywhere whereas before you may not have noticed it. So this is a very very important lesson when it comes to the law of attraction because what we focus on we will see more of. So with the example of my flatmate I didn't know this information back then I wish I did but what I could have done is start focusing on all the good things my flatmate was doing and I probably would have seen more of those and it would have taken away from the triggers I was experiencing when I was focusing on all the things I didn't want to experience. And what is great is science has absolutely proven that everything around us is a form of energy. So this show is perfect for those of us that, you know, love just a little bit of science-backed evidence. I'm massively spiritual and I don't really feel I need the evidence as much, but it is really, really good to know that science has proven all of this. And once you read the book by Lynn McTaggart, you'll be absolutely blown away by the information in there. So let's look at some forms of energy. For the purpose of this, let's use a table, whether it's a kitchen table, your desk. A table's energy is a lot denser and it vibrates on a dense frequency. And everything our environment has different densities and vibrates on different frequencies as a result. So the plants in our room will have their own unique frequency and, and own unique density. A, con a slab of concrete, for example, will be a lot more dense in energy than the table or the plant. So our surroundings are made up of constantly moving atoms and particles and science defines these in terms of their characteristics and their potential. So science has proven that when we look at the table or the concrete or the plant under a microscope, it is made up of atoms and molecules with energy and space in between them. Therefore, technically, it's absolutely not solid matter 
at all. That really blew my mind away when I first heard that, but it makes complete perfect sense. Now let's have a little look at uh, some teachings of Buddhism. Some teachings in Buddhism tell us that energy cannot be created or it cannot be destroyed. It simply changes form. And this can be illustrated using the analogy of a cloud. And just because we don't see the cloud in the sky anymore, it doesn't mean to say that it ceases to exist. It has just changed form. So for example, it's turned into rain. And I believe that we have the ability to turn our negative thoughts into positive thoughts. We haven't destroyed the thought, we've just transmuted it. We've just changed the energy of it. And that's where I believe that we are great alchemists. We have the ability to turn our own garbage into our gifts, our own darkness into light. And all that limitation and heavy, dense emotions can all be changed. So as far as the Buddhism teachings go, we can simply change that from one form into another. And that's really exciting news, right? It means that we're not stuck with old energy and vibrations that no longer serve us. We do have the ability to change and transmute them and alchemize them. So if you think of an alchemist who has the ability to turn base metal into gold, we too are alchemists and we can turn our own darkness into light. So everything in the universe vibrates and has its own unique frequency. And now this is the important part. When two matching vibrations resonate on the same frequency, then they are attracted to one another. How lovely is that? That's how we'll know when we've done the work on our vibration, when the thing that we want to manifest comes to us because we're gonna be resonating on the same frequency as that. And if you think about it this way, if you think like a ladder, on the lower rungs of the ladder, you can have denser emotion like fear and worry and guilt or jealousy or, or worry or anxiety. And the higher rungs of the ladder, we will have positive high vibrational emotions like joy and peace and trust and faith and happiness. And our job as manifestors is to become aware of the frequency that we are on, remembering that we will only attract matching vibrations to us. And if we don't like what we are attracting to us, we have the option to raise our vibrations. So we have the option to walk up to higher rungs of the ladder. And every single time we take a step up the ladder, we vibrate on a higher frequency and with that, matching signals then come to us. So how do we raise our vibrations? This is the thing, there's so many different ways. And of course, over the course of time, we're gonna share more and more of them. Things like affirmations, visualization, meditation, mindfulness, music, creativity, playing, walking along a beach. There's so many wonderful ways that we can raise our vibration. And what we have to remember within this though as well, is we can do affirmations, visualizations, meditation, singing, dancing, until the cows come home. But if we don't deal with some of the hurts, 
and the pains and the wounds from the past, we're always going to find ourselves not actually managing to walk up the higher rungs of the ladder. So the reason why I mention that, because it's very, very important along the journey of manifestation is to be willing to do some of the deeper shadow work, which isn't always nice. It isn't always particularly easy, but the breakthroughs are phenomenal. So a little bit like me, I was brought up in a household affected by alcoholism, mental and emotional abuse. So you can imagine the container that I was incubating in for many, many years was very, very low, very, very toxic. And there were a lot of things that happened along the timeline of my life, which caused me a lot of pain and a lot of trauma. And unless I resolve those hurts and those pains and those traumatic events, they're going to always be vibrating in some layer of my energy field. So think about it a bit like those beautiful Russian dolls. If you shake the Russian dolls, you can hear lots of different layers inside. And what I needed to do was go into like some of the innermost layers and do some healing, whether it's inner child healing, hypnotherapy, EFT, NLP timeline, or whatever it would take to help heal some of those wounds. Every single time I did a deeper emotional dive, I noticed the whole of my frequency would shift and change. And then the affirmations, visualizations, meditations, dancing, you name it, were much more powerful. So I want to add just how important that is. And when I work with people one-to-one -one and use some of these processes, that's when I notice true transformation, which is, is sustainable, starts to take place. So let's go back to thinking about invisible power, but like the invisible power of the, the mobile phones or Zoom. The same can be applied to a magnet. So if we consider the invisible power of a magnet and how it, how it works, two magnets of similar strength are attracted to one another. And just because we can't see the power of a magnet, it doesn't mean to say that it doesn't exist, right? And it certainly doesn't mean to say that it's not effective. We can see it. We have physical evidence how effective this invisible force is. And that's exactly what we get in our lives with the law of attraction. So the law of attraction works in a similar way. We either attract to us what we desire, or like a magnet, when it's turned the opposite way, we repel what we desire. So the strength of our own vibration, if we think in terms of magnetism, then determines what we attract to us and what we then repel away from us as well. So you only really have to see a magnet working to understand what this means. Now, thought vibrations can't be seen because they are sound waves that are way beyond the human range of seeing or hearing. But again, it doesn't mean that they aren't there and that they aren't sending out electrical signals all the time. So that's why I've gone on in many of our episodes, the power of thoughts, because it is a very important part of our process to start mastering this energy. So many new thought scientists, they explain that our subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and imagined. And I have to say, in the early days, this really blew me away. And I kind of like wondered, well, why didn't somebody tell me this before? What happens, and I, I later learned that the chemicals in our brain, they simply adjust according to the images that we send to our own mind. 
whether they're real or whether they're imagined. Our mind then starts to steer us in the direction of the images that we show it, whether they're real or not, therefore creating the very reality that we have visualized, whether it's positive or negative. And again, in the early days, this absolutely blew me away because most of my life I'd been thinking about worst case scenarios, what I would do if X, Y, and Z happened. No wonder I was just creating a perpetual cycle of more of the same. And it wasn't until I started to focus my thoughts on what I do want to experience rather than what I don't want to experience. And I trained myself to become more positive that I really started to notice the positive effects of a law of attraction. So remember, all of our thoughts will attract like thoughts to them. So if I think one thought, oh gosh, I'm just so tired. Another thought that's matching that thought is going to come. I'm tired. Oh, how am I going to cope today? Another thought that matches that thought is going to come. Well, what if I get a, a slump midway through the day and what if I can't cope? Another thought is then going to be attracted to that thought. And we just keep attracting same and like thoughts to the previous thought that we thought. And of course, negative thoughts only attract more negative thoughts. But the good thing is the same happens with positive thoughts. When we think positive thoughts, it attracts more positive thoughts. And one way that I really love this was explained to me by um, Patricia Crane when I did Louise Hay's workshop and she got this from Louise Hay, is think of a thought and just one random thought that's never ever thought again is just like a drop of water that just dissolves and disintegrates. You have to think that thought over and over and over again for that thought to turn into a puddle, to turn into a pond, to turn into a river, to turn into an ocean. And depending on whether that thought was positive or negative, we're either going to drown in the ocean of negativity or swim on a lilo with a cocktail in the, po in the ocean of positivity. So the good thing is, is you can change your thoughts. It's only when the thought has been thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought that it becomes very, very problematic because those thoughts then start to infiltrate our energy field. And then that's when our energy then starts to uh, furl in. Uh, we stop being that open, expansive, energetic frequency. We start to... Uh, fold in and everything starts to close down and all the wonderful opportunities in the universe end up going by us rather than coming to us. So as best we can, working on the thoughts, it's, it's a massively powerful gift. Of course, this isn't the only um, part of the law of attraction, but this does play a big role. So remember, like energy always attracts like energy. And when we feel good, our vibrations are way more aligned with the positive power of the universe. If we feel anxious or scared or unhappy, which I did most of my life, and I was just so out of sync, then we will generally be out of sync with this beautiful, powerful, positive energy in the universe. Because happiness does cause our energy to expand. And when we get stuck in an old program and repeat old painful, unhelpful behaviors and thoughts and cycles, then we tend to feed the negativity of a situation and indirectly end up creating more of the same. Oh my word. But this is powerful information, right? Because at least we know, whereas before we didn't know that we didn't know. And that's why I got so frustrated when I heard 
about the power of our mind and the power of our thoughts because it made me realize that actually, well, why didn't somebody tell me this before? I've spent most of my life creating so much negativity myself and now you tell me. <laughs> so, you know, but of course the information comes to us at the exact time that we need it. And that's what's most important. Maybe I wouldn't have been ready or maybe I wouldn't have been open to this information before. Now, I've always been a great fan of Oprah Winfrey. I absolutely love Oprah. I love the difference that she's made in the world. I love how she's opened the minds and hearts of millions, if not billions of people across the, the globe. And she is a phenomenal teacher and she's such a great fan of the law of attraction. What a great advocate as well. And she mentions regularly how she uses the principles of the law of attraction to attract many things into her life. And she specifically speaks about her role in the movie, The Color Purple. I don't know if you've watched that movie. Oh my gosh, absolutely pulled at my heartstrings. And she did such a beautiful job. Her, de her determination has been great inspiration. And an example is how she was accepted on a full scholarship at the University of Tennessee in the early 1980s. And after having you know, a pretty challenging life, right? She was then relocated to Chicago and she hosted a talk show which proved to be so popular, ended up being called The Oprah Winfrey Show, which we're very, very aware of. And when she was talking about the law of attraction, she said, she said, I read The Color Purple and she said, I went out and I got all the books I could and everything else that I knew about it. She said, I was absolutely obsessed with the story, obsessed. I ate it, I slept it, I thought about it all the time, The Color Purple, The Color Purple. I moved to Chicago and I got a call from a casting agent asking if I'd like to audition for the movie. She said, I never got a call from anyone in my life from the movies or anything like that. So she said the first thing I said was, is it the color purple? Of course, you know, she was just so obsessed with it. And the guy on the end of the phone, he said, no, no, it's Moonsong. And her whole, whole energy changed and she said, oh, okay, I've been praying for the color purple. But anyway, she still goes to the audition, which later on proved to be one of the smartest moves she ever made. And when she got there, it wasn't Moonsong at all. It was actually the color purple. The guy on the phone got it wrong. So she auditioned and she didn't hear a thing for months on end. And she thought, well, maybe it's because she had put on weight. Now, these are her words, not mine. She said, so I go to the fat farm. She thinks it's because I'm fat. She said I was 212 pounds at the time. And I think I didn't get a call um, from them because I was fat. And I'm at the fat farm and I'm praying and I'm crying, saying to God, please help me to let go of this fat because I want to be in the film so much. And a woman comes out to her. She's on the track, it's raining. And the lady says, Oprah, there's a phone call for you. And the phone call was from some guy called Steven Spielberg saying, I want to see you in my office in California tomorrow. And she said that moment absolutely changed her life forever because she knew that she had drawn the color purple into her life. She didn't know who Steven Spielberg was. She didn't know anybody or anything to do with that, but she absolutely knew in her heart that she had drawn the color purple into her life and it changed the way that she thought about her life forever. So Oprah regularly makes references to the law of attraction and how the way you think creates your reality. But as Oprah puts it, you really can change your reality based on the way you think. 
So I think in some respects, it is important if there's something that you really, really want is to be very, very determined, to be focused, to be positively obsessive. I say positively because we also have to understand that what is ours by divine right will always come to us. What isn't ours will go by us and that's okay. And what takes manifesting from mediocre manifesting to master manifestation is when we understand this. What is mine by divine right will always come to me and what isn't mine will go by me and I am okay with that. So it's kind of learning in some respects to surrender and let go and also remembering that the universe always has something better for us even though we can't see that at the time. How many times have you looked back on something, you've thought you've wanted something, the universe hasn't brought it to you and you look back and think, well, thank heavens that that didn't come true because X, Y, and Z would have happened in my life and it would have restricted me in, in this way. And I think sometimes it's also about learning to completely trust the universe and just working on your energy, making sure that your energy is positive and strong and focused. You're working in collaboration with the universe. You're taking regular action. You're knowing when to take inspired action and when to sit back and allow the universe to work its magic. And you're also willing to do some of the deeper dive shadow work of the pain and trauma from the past that is keeping your energy on that lower vibration. And sometimes that is very, very deep in the subconscious. So if something doesn't manifest for me, I usually will go into some deeper shadow work because I know a bit like an iceberg, you can see the tip of it, but our subconscious mind is the huge iceberg underneath the water that you can't even see. And that's where a lot of our magnetism is coming from and we're, and we're unconscious of that. But if we can go and do some of the deeper work, you'll absolutely be so grateful to yourself that you did. Oh my word, I just love sharing this information and I think it's so important to play shows like this over and over and over and over again until this becomes a program because for so long we've been programmed by our parents, society, the community, school, the church to believe that reality is in a specific way when in actual fact reality is what we make it. Many times we feel that we have to be something we're not in order to fit in, doing things that we feel we should do, must do, have to do, and many people are living a life that doesn't really light them up, that doesn't really feel in alignment because we are so far removed from being able to connect to our own inner compass because of all these programs that are running in the background, which like I said, they're not even ours. So it is about being willing to rewrite our program. And if you remember in one of the early shows, I mentioned about how I went on a complete tangent to train my brain because I realized that my brain was not in alignment with the reality that I wanted to experience. And there was this opposing force because on one hand, I wanted to experience this phenomenal life, but the brain in my head and the consciousness around me and within me was completely misaligned and it did me mean that I had to show up for the journey and I, and I, I did get obsessed with it a bit like Oprah with her color purple I became obsessed with creating a new program 
that was in alignment with my dreams. So I got loads of sticky notes, I plastered them all around the house, and every time I landed at a new sticky note with a beautiful affirmation on it, I said it over and over and over again until I reached the next one, over and over and over again until I reached the next one. I did that every single day. And it really paid off because I used to find myself then driving to school to pick my daughter up or to work. And these affirmations just were completely and utterly automatic. And quite often I have a little smile on my face because I was so proud of showing up for me. Now, people like Oprah Winfrey, Will Smith, um, Jim Carrey, they've been into the law of attraction for a very, very long time. And in the beginning days, I thought that, you know, it's just because they're famous or they've had a lucky break that they are privy you know, to experiencing such phenomenal results with the law of attraction. But actually, I am just a normal person born into, oh, I'd like to say a normal family, but far from it, into a very, very dysfunctional family. And I've put these principles to work and I've tested them time and time again and have had phenomenal results. And I'm Solara Starr from Winchester in England. I'm not on the big Hollywood movie screens. I'm a normal person who has had phenomenal results. And the message that I want to give to you is if I can do it, you can too. And it's not a case of, I can't do it. It's universe, show me how. So if there is an area of your life which you're feeling a little bit stuck in right now, you're not entirely sure uh, what to do or the best route, remember you can say to the universe, universe, thank you for lighting the way. Thank you for showing me where I need to go in order to grow. Thank you for bringing me the right teachers, the right information, the right healers along my pathway to help reveal to me what is stopping me from reaching my next level. But above all, fill me with faith and trust that you absolutely have my back. And this is so important. Whenever I am just about to break through to another level, I find things tend to get a bit intense, a little bit on the old dark side, if I'm honest. I feel like I'm being stretched in all directions and I'm triggered left, right and center. But I've began to recognize that as the dark before dawn. It's the light that is trying to crack through and the last little bit of darkness, if we wanna call it that, old energy, negativity, whatever you wanna call it, is now coming up to move out. And that's where we have to put our blinkers on just like a horse and stay completely and utterly focused on our destination. <sighs> so my friends, it has come towards the end of this episode. Looking forward to chatting a little bit more next time about energy and I've got a very, very special game that I would love to share with you that you can play every single day in order to really boost your manifestation so that they fly to you like magic. It's been an absolute pleasure. Remember, you can email me, solara at solarastar.com. Give me your feedback, any questions. I would absolutely love to hear from you. In the meantime, take care wherever you are in the world and sending you lots of love on your manifestation journey. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with more great insights into the law of attraction. Please visit solarastar.com.